0: Bud Light partners with trans activist Dylan Mulvaney for March Menace. And I thought this would be pretty interesting because it doesn't really seem like that is that great of a marketing ploy. Because the type of customer that will buy Bud Light probably would never watch anything related to Dylan Mulvaney. Like, it doesn't really make any sense for them to basically do this unless it's just to purely get clicks from the absurdity of it. So, trans TikTok star Dilly Mulvaney was announced as the latest spokesperson for Bud Light in a pair of videos that were attacked on social media. The trans activist revealed on Saturday that the beer company sent packs of Bud Light featuring the influencer's face as a way to celebrate the 365 days of girlhood milestone Mulvaney recently reached. Happy March Madness just found out this had to do with sports and not just saying it's a crazy month. In celebration of this sports thing at Bud Light is giving you the chance to win $15,000. Share a video with hashtag easy carry for a chance to win. Good luck, hashtag Bud Light Mulvaney wrote on Instagram. And another video featured Mulvaney in a bathtub drinking a Bud Light beer as part of the campaign. The announcement was met with backlash with Twitter users describing the ad campaign as another attempt to push gender propaganda. Conservative commentator John Cardillo wrote, Who the hell at at Bud Light thought it was a good idea to make a grown man who dresses like little girls their new spokesperson. Brands had to stop listening to their woke creative teams and get in touch with their consumer demographics. Like, and here's the thing. This is such like a weird thing to even cover because Bud Light probably actually spent a crazy amount of money probably, who knows, maybe like six figures to make Mulvaney a partner. So we're talking, they're probably paying Mulvaney six figures, maybe 100 grand, 200 grand, you never know, right, with these like shout outs. Some of these like budgeting campaigns for some of these big corporations are disgusting. Right, there's some influencers out there where like in one like one minute video on like TikTok or Instagram or whatever, they could be paid like literally a million dollars, depending on how much traction they get, which apparently Mulvaney gets I think a lot of views on the videos that they put out. But it's just it's weird because it's not a good product market fit. Like the typical person who pretty much drink Bud Light is pretty much a guy in the south after work. Like that is basically the product market fit for like a Bud Light because it's typically cheaper and you can basically down a whole bunch of them without really getting too drunk because they're not as strong as other alcoholic beverages. So like it just doesn't really make sense for them to actually hire Mulvini as like a brand ambassador or whatever. Like it just doesn't fit. So they spent a crazy amount of money to do this ad campaign. But what's weird about it is that they're getting so much attention from this ad campaign because people hate the ad campaign. So I don't know if this is actually like going to be like a net positive for them. Possibly not because there's probably a lot of their loyal customers that might be like, hey, We don't agree with this at all. We're not going to be spending any money with Bud Light at all anymore. We'll go to something completely different which I think nowadays some people might lean more towards the new beer type kind of like I think it's made by a YouTuber called uh, Nelk Boys or whatever. Nelk. And I think they are beer or whatever is called like Happy Dad and I think that's pretty much infecting all the states right now or starting to infect all the states so who knows maybe Bud Light would be taken over by a YouTuber's beer called Happy Dad right but yeah Bud Light this is an extremely weird ad campaign that you spent probably a disgusting amount of money (laughs) so it might generally be the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life The Spectator contributing editor, Stephen Miller, remarked, TownHall.com columnist Derek Hunter joked, At Bud Light, the groomer of beers. (laughs) Message to conservative families from At Bud Light seems to be, We will encourage and even celebrate the erasure of men and women along with all the values you care about. They've gone totally woke. Will you ever spend your money with them now? Director Robbie Starbuck tweeted. Like, the thing is, like, again, to me, the biggest thing about this is they spend so much money for this ad campaign to make their loyal customers basically pissed off at them. Like, does that even make sense? Wow. So this is not a parody. Dylan Mulvaney is now the face of Bud Light. Journalist Ian Miles Chong similarly wrote... Conservative radio host Eric Erickson, oh, what a name, Eric, Eric, is the Bud Light thing in April Fool's joke. I mean, it is trash beer, but given the constituent constituent demo of Bud Light drinkers, it seems like a terrible marketing thing. Basically, kind of like what I was basically saying, like, it's not a, it's not the right product market fit, like, at all. So, this isn't a parody. Dylan Mulvaney is not the face of Bud Light, bum, 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 which is kind of crazy. Like, I could see something maybe from like Pepsi or Coca-Cola, something like that, because a lot of those massive mega corporations tend to be pretty woke. But unlike Bud Light Beer, where like, again, the typical customer of Bud Light is typically like a dude that's probably middle age or even older, that just gets off of work and wants to drink a whole bunch of beers without getting completely wasted. So so actress Drew Barrymore also interviewed Mulvaney, which led to the actress kneeling in. Okay, whatever. Let's see some of these comments. Because woke policies, especially in corporations with a largely conservative client base, have led to enormous prosperity in the past, one suspects certain far-left executives care far more about their personal virtue singling than about either customers or company, bottom line. The thing is, like, even though this is getting crazy amounts of attention online and all that kind of stuff, right, I think long-term, this might have, like, a pretty massive negative effect on, one, probably the stock price of Bud Light, but also the net profit because there's going to be a lot of loyal customers that just simply don't like this. So they are targeting the young audience, college age, and 20-somethings who actively can embrace trans drag lesbianism as being the new normal. That's the real problem, that generation is the money bag and they are brainwashed. Except for the thing is, I mean, they're probably not gonna be buying butt light because they probably also know that the typical person who buys butt light is what I described. another product I am now boycotting no big deal for me plenty more good companies to buy from that stay out of politics instead of catering to individuals that most beer drinkers have nothing in common with and see here's the thing I feel like if you were to have like some sort of beverage company I mean especially beer you would probably try to stay out of of politics. Like wouldn't you want to try to market to as broad of an audience as possible? Not try to like niche yourself into a very specific category. Like I feel like it's just such a bad marketing plan. So when Gillette ran his woke ads condemning men as Neanderthals a few years back and telling men that they have to do better. Many boycotted their products. They took an $8 billion loss that year as the boycott buried them. There are plenty of alternatives out there to bud, out there, get busy. See you later, Bud Light, Bud, and all other beers and products made by Anheuser-Busch. First, they gathered their Clydesdale horses, Then they gathered their spokesman, Bud Light, and the loafers. Interesting. So I guess this is basically the parent company. Hold on. Let's let's actually look this up. Search Brave for Anheuser Busch. Hmm. Anheuser Busch stock. Hmm. Seems it hasn't really changed that much lately. Interesting. I mean, they haven't really been doing good for the past five years. Oof, their peak was like 130 in about 2016, funny enough. And now it's like 61. Hmm, not doing good. But it seems like this news hasn't really affected them yet, but it probably will. So Anheuser-Busch Company's LLC, often shortened to simply Bush after its flagship brain, is an American brewing company headquartered in St. Louis, Missouri. Since 2008, it has been wholly owned by Anheuser-Busch, now the world's largest brewing company, which owns multiple global brands, notably Budweiser, Megalab, Stella Artois, and Bex. The company employs over 19,000 people, operates 12 breweries in the United States, and until December 2009, was one of the largest theme park operators in the United States with 10 theme parks through the company's family entertainment division, Bush Entertainment Corporation. So he was a German American brewer? Interesting. Interesting, okay. I just find it interesting that, like, it's weird to see companies that have been around for, like, over a century start going, like, really weird. Hmm. So in 2002, the Political Economy Research Institute ranked Anheuser-Busch 40th among the Toxic 100, a list of U.S. corporations most responsible for air pollution. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hmm. I just think it's weird that they're going, like, woke in their marketing. It just doesn't make really any sense to me. Let's see. This person says, I am livid about this. People better wake up. There is a reason they are pushing this so hard. It is my most fervent wish that everyone, every person involved in pushing this stuff gets saddled with their own and finds out just what grief is in their future. Uh, Okay, interesting. What is the job expectancy of the genius at Anheuser-Busch Marketing Department that came up with this idea? I just can't wait to see the sales numbers above bars are calling their salesmen to pick up the beer they have already delivered. Interesting. I have four butter lives every Friday after work at happy hour. I buy three, bartender buys me one, and I go home. I will be switching beers now. Yeah, see, like, it just doesn't really make sense to me. Hmm. If you stumble upon this, before to give your thoughts, because to me, my... My viewpoint on this is like purely financial. Does this make any financial sense for the company to actually do? Where they think that this will end up actually giving them more profit. They might be just doing this so that they get brand awareness again. But you're getting hated brand awareness. Like why would you want to like be hated with your brand? Like that just doesn't really make sense to me. I mean I guess... Any sort of attention might be good, but it's just you're basically saying, like, hey, I know a lot of our customers are this type of demographic, but even though the majority of our customers are that type of demographic, we're just, you know, gonna kick them to the curb and try to market to a very small percentage of people compared to our actual customer base. But, you know, this is totally going to work out. Like, it, it's weird. Like, it's really, really weird. Like, I don't understand this. To me, this is, like, the equivalent of, like, having a handful of, like, that, like handful of, like, bills, like, Benjamins, and you just, like, light it on fire. Like, what's the point of this? You're just, like, burning money. I think marketing departments in, like, a lot of these big companies are just way too massive. Because, again, this just doesn't make any sense.